joining us for our first episode of the HCC Nursing Talks Health Equity Podcast. I'm Dr. Kelly Eller, and in this episode, two current nursing students will share perceptions and personal experiences on the topic of health equity and the Hispanic population. Our two students that we'll be sharing today are Erica Hernandez and Emerson Moreno. Welcome. Let's go ahead and let y'all tell me a little bit about yourselves. So I'm Erica Hernandez. Um, I'm a graduate of Vernon Rapids High School. Um, I graduated in 2019, and I came to the Halifax Community College. I started to get my prerequisites that year and then got into the program last year, 2020. But um, unfortunately, I did not go to the second level, so I re-entered, and I'm in the nursing program this year, too. My name is Emerson Moreno. I graduated from Nurhamden County Early College 2020. This is my first semester at um, Halifax Community College Nursing Program. All right, thank you. So first, let's talk just a little bit about your experiences with healthcare in general. Okay. All right, so my experience with healthcare, uh, because my mother is, was an immigrant uh, to the United States, uh, she had she know little to no English, therefore I was brought with her on all her doctor appointments, all her all her visits, and I had to fill out all her paperwork. So my experience with healthcare was that I would see how people would try and avoid her, just for they won't have to deal with like the difficulties talking with someone with from a different language, trying to explain more detail than they should they wouldn't with a usual client, and then even when we ask question, they would just try and give a short answer, and because. But it's understandable because they have more patience, but at the same time, we wanted to know that information. Um, for me, my mom, um, she did not know any English, but she would always find help with a friend. She would always take her to a doctor's visit, and so my mom, she would always have our doctor's appointments regularly. So we went regular checkups. That was great. But starting middle school, like, that was like, starting, that she saw that I could speak English and Spanish, that's when my mom would say, oh, Erica can translate, or Erica can translate here. And that's when I started to see, um, so friends from church would normally say, Erica, can you come with me? And I would say, sure, but I would, I would always be nervous because I was like, what am I going to do? Or is like, how is this going to be English and Spanish? And then when I would go to the hospital, it would um, touch my heart to see how, it's so difficult to be understood. Like, it's not your language. And then a translator, I mean, I'm doing my best, but it's not the same when it's like you have a doctor and you're the patient, and you, ha- you can say, I have this, this, and that. And then I have insurance. Most of the Hispanic people, unfortunately, they don't have insurance. So they're paying out of pocket, and they would rather have a, um, have a long term before they even see the doctor. So I, that would touch me, and to see that Hispanics would wait till the last minute to see the doctor, and well, my mom would always say, Erica, you go, because she would say, I didn't have the opportunity, but this other person has it, so you go out, because my parents have always said, you got to learn Spanish, and you got to learn English. Like, they don't know, but they were like, you got to have that opportunity. And they always wanted me to have, be able to translate it for other people. And they're like, they got that opportunity. So that would touch my heart to see my parents 
the difficulties that they had and actually want to see that other people have that translator. Thank you. Um, do you think that your personal experiences is what led you to nursing or is there something else that, that brought you here? Um, I feel like my personal experience did have an impact why I wanted to become a nurse. But when I was younger, I wanted to become an, um, a lawyer. But it does take a long time. And then I started doing researches, researching, and I was disappointed with what I, what I found out. It turned, turned out that it become depressed and I addicted to alcohol. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. So, so I was like confused for a couple of years. And then I met a, my school nurse. She was really nice. Her name is Ms. Tara. Um, she was so sweet. She would talk to me and she would tell me, oh, this opportunity in nursing. And she would like, look, um, you're Hispanic. You can connect with more patients. That way, that's what we need, especially in this rural area. And then that, hearing that, and then having my personal experience, I was like, that is, that is, that's a really good reason. Because the, one, the reason I wanted to become a lawyer was because I wanted to help um, people with the same background, you know. I see how hard it is back there in our country, and I want to help them. And I feel like I can get the same thing as nursing. So it all started my senior year in, nurse, my senior year in high school that I realized I want to become a nurse. So because it was in early college, all my prereqs were was for a bachelor of business. So I had to change my whole career decision. And it was worth it because if, every little thing that I learned in class, I'm using in the real world. For example, just this weekend, I had a burn injury in my job. And then the first thing I did is I washed it with soap and water, like my instructors <laughs> show us. And then I got home, I, cl- I did proper cleaning with 0.9 saline water. I, I put a wound dressing. And it's actually gotten really better. And it was just like little stuff that you need to learn that's going to help out throughout the whole, um, the whole life. And even, even when I was starting nursing school, my neighbors would call me like, hey, I have a friend. She's feeling um, she, her, her, blood, her blood pressure is really low. What do I do? And, as you know, I, I was like, I'm not a doctor, but based on what I learned, you should do this. Maybe my mother, she was like, well, I have this, this, this. What do you think is going on? I'm like, you should go see a doctor, but based on right now, you should try and do this. So, like, just having that basic knowledge, um, my, my family and friends can, like, call out to me and ask, ask me some questions that, I, that they feel comfortable asking me rather than, like Erica say, wait to the long term and then wait till, like, you're at the worst, worst stage to go ask for medical help. So just being, like, having, like, similar backgrounds, they feel more comfortable so that's why it makes me want to pursue my education even more. Because based on my first semester, I'm helping so many people. Can you imagine how much I would help when I become an actual nurse? For me, it's a little bit the same. Because, yeah, I did not know what I wanted to be in high school. I thought I was going to be a lawyer or a teacher. It would change back and forth. And so I have a teacher that um, she's the ESL um, program, and she coordinates every school. So she was like, Erica, um, so I've been translating every time. I saw the kids, I saw parents that they would need help with, simple stuff. And I would see, in my last semester of high school, I didn't have, I had all my requisites done, but I just had like one class left. And that's when I started to have this health class. And I was like, I really liked it. My aunt started to have some health issues and I started going more into the hospital. And then I would see how this nurse would take care of her. And even though because of her language, but I see that she would try. And it just touched me. And I was like, I want to do something that helps, but I also want to help Hispanic people. 
And like Emerson said, being a lawyer, well, I don't have the characteristics that an immigrant lawyer needs to have. <laughs> so I was like, I need something because I've always liked to help. And I want to do something that I can help Hispanic people and mostly like little kids. So I liked that nursing and I saw that nursing, you could help a lot of people and mostly Hispanic people. That's why I decided to go into nursing. Thank you. All right, so if you could change anything about current healthcare practices, what would that be? Mm, well, I would say something for the Hispanics. Like, I would definitely do something that like, they didn't have to have insurance, but they didn't have to pay out of pocket. Because not a lot of jobs offer insurance because um, ha as the fact Hispanics have to work out in the field and so they don't work in business corporations. So something that would plan actually have a, I don't know how to say this, but an insurance plan that would give them opportunity not to have to say, I have this salary, but actually just give them the opportunity. Because sometimes just because of their salary, they can't actually say, because supposedly they are gaining enough money. So you can't really say, oh, I can have insurance because I'm, the government already says I can't have any help. Because I know an experience with my aunt, she didn't have any help because she didn't have um, insurance. But she's a waitress. So actually with tips, she's a good, I mean, she's got good money. Uh, she's been able to provide for her family all the time. But it's just that thing that she doesn't have insurance and she can't have it because it's a waitress. I mean, you don't have that benefit. And so I would like to have, I don't know, an insurance company. But I know there's a lot of planning and things that, that happens with those ideas. But just for Hispanics to have that, that insurance and be able to have that more knowledge to say, I can go to the doctor and I feel confident going to the doctor that they will not judge me for who I am and I can actually go and ask a question and feel that the doctor won't be like, oh, you gotta go now, or, or let's go to a different doctor. Don't, I'm not your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my experience would be diversity. Um, and the reason being is because my mother lives in Woodland and then op they opened like a new doctor office in Woodland that I think is with um, Ronald Chawan. And there was a, there was a, a, a PA that uh, my mom went there once she met the PA, she spoke fluent Spanish. And when she met her, my mother was so happy because that was the day I couldn't go with her because I had a test for anatomy and physiology. Then, so my mom, when, my mom, when my mother found out that there was a fluent speaking Spanish uh, PA, um, she, would, she could communicate effectively. And then my mother was on top of her appointments and she was, she was ready to go because she, she knew there was someone that was like her in there that she could feel free, ask more questions, and that she knew that she would be understanding. So, and then, so when that PA had to move to a different office, my mother would drive 30 minutes just to see that PA because she had that connection with her. She felt that she's being heard, her needs were being met. So I feel like for a rural area, that was really big because Woodland, it's not a lot. <laughs> it's just it's a small town. And then having that um, PA there for my mother, um, was really helpful for her. So seeing that how much having diversity in, in healthcare helps, um, it can make a big change overall if there were more diversity. 
And I know we're speaking more like Hispanic, but I feel like in in general, if someone's seeing more of their culture, more, more someone someone that looks like them, they'll feel more comfortable going to the area. And even that, my mother will like someone say they were feeling sick. They're like, oh, go go right here. There's there's someone that speaks Spanish there. And uh, like what Eric was saying, like you know, help out them with the insurance. Um, there's there's a doctor that I, that helps out uh, people that work in the fields, like labor workers, because they don't have insurance, and the government may say, yeah, but they make enough money to you know substantiate themselves. But you got to think about their family and their other country. That that's the reason they came here is to help them. So even though their check might be looking like five hundred dollars a month, you got to pay bills. You got some money. You got to pay their bills as well. And then what you got love is just enough for the week. But over here, they seen it. Oh, you have this much, so that means you should have money saved up. And I feel like um, this doctor that helped out a lot of immigrants, he helped out with insurance for immigrants, and they just tell them how much they make a month. They don't, they don't have to ask for evidence because a lot of people, they, they, they offer like a lot of programs they offer that. They say, well, we need to see pay, pay stubs. You know, we, we need like an official job that says you make this amount of money. But a lot of people, they don't have pay stubs or they don't know how to ask for pay stubs. So having that doctor, they speak he's from Mexico, he speaks Spanish and he helps them out. And um, just having that helps a lot. And that's just for my personal experience. So if I can imagine more diversity, more like that, how helpful it would be for, for, every, for everybody. Thank you. Um, so is there anything else at this time that you would like people to know? Um, I think that it's always important to have at least one family member and in the medical in the medical field because there's you there's always gonna be questions and instead of you know keeping the questions to yourself you can ask someone that you trust instead of waiting because like even if you see like a weird little lump or a little skin discoloration you know it might be something serious but it, it might it, for you might be a little like something like small. But if you ask and then, you know, get, a, get some help, you can um, help yourself with some, um, I, I can't put in my own words, I'm sorry. You're fine. It's going to help you in the long run. Yes. I would say be confident because um, you're in a world where um, if you don't have that background or you don't have this, you don't have that enough help. But by being confident and being able to open yourself, you'll find that help because people want to help you. But um, you're just like so nervous. Cause I know how my problem is. I'm a nervous. I, I'm too nervous for everything. I don't want to ask this. I don't want to ask that because I'm thinking, I'm overthinking it. And I'm like, what if I ask this and then it's not what it's supposed to be said? Or I'm always thinking that. And my mom always tells me, Erica, you gotta. If you have to ask a question, just ask it. And the, it's true. I mean, asking questions is what makes us um, know what we need to know. And being confident is what we need because there's a lot of nurses out there. But, and why can't I be if they've done it? You know? And just gaining that confidence in myself and remembering my goals. Because if you have a goal, you'll have a reason to actually reach that, that goal. Well, great. You two have certainly taught me a lot today, and it was a pleasure <laughs> speaking with you. Thank you. Thank so um, this concludes the first episode of HCC Nursing on Health Equity. Thank you for listening, and if you're interested in learning more about our program offerings, 
please visit halifaxcc.edu or call 252-538-4315.